Ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? It's showtime, folks! Do I have everybody's attention now? We are the nation! Give me a hell yeah! Yes! What? Yes! What? Power in the inmate! Embrace the vision. We want the smoke! Everybody's got a price! For the benefit of those with flash photography. With a tear in my eye! The cream of the crop! Hey yo! You just made the list! I am the man! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wrestle Nation, pro wrestling talk for people who talk pro wrestling. This is the official podcast of NEW, talking about all the happenings in the newest pro wrestling organization in the Pacific Northwest, as well as breaking down the world of WWE, NXT, AEW, and more. My name is Jordan Bowman, and I'm joined, as always, by Mr. As Always, the Segway Sensei, the Gotcha King, the man of a thousand nicknames, the architect, Mr. Mike Paris. Paris, how are you doing, sir? Uh, listen, Bo, I've, I've been better, man. I, <gasps> I've been better? Oh, no. Yeah, Everybody stop like, what you're doing and, and bef- send some concern to Mike Paris. Paris, before what's up, Before we start man? recording, before we start recording, I listen, I ripped my pectoral muscle. My my chest is all sorts of various disgusting colors. Do we still yeah. have to do this? Uh, yeah, we do. Oh. All right, suck it up. Oh, okay. Cody Rhodes sucked it up, uh, even though it looked like he put uh, Grimace in a freaking headlock <laughs> and held him there in the rain for hours and hours and hours. All right. So if so Cody I can do Rhodes, it too. Yeah, if Cody Rhodes is able to wrestle a, a, a kick-ass match with his uh, peck all all fucked up. Uh, I'm pretty sure that you're able to sit there and discuss some wrestling with All me right. for about an All hour. All right, fine, fine. I'm I'm good then. I'm good. I can hear case. it now. People on on Twitter going, I can't believe that the Wrestle Nation doctors didn't step in, <laughs> didn't stop this stop from Paris happening. from doing that show. He's clearly injured. You can hear it in his voice. He sounds like part of his body is purple and maroon. Well, it is, but it's always that color. Okay. Well, you should see a doctor about that. <laughs> How are you, aside from the... Yeah, the I'm pack. good, buddy. I'm good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing good. Excellent. Uh, yeah, some huge news from NEW that came out yesterday. Hell yeah. I think you and I... <laughs> this may sound crazy. I think you and I should have a conversation about it. Okay. Record that conversation. Yes. Yes. Uh, and then maybe talk about some other wrestling happenings. Okay. And then we package that up. We yep. get a guy, I know this great guy, Jay Swing. He can uh, make it sound nice and good. Uh, he can r- lower my voice several octaves because it's actually very high and I'm pretty sensitive about it. Huh. Uh, and uh, yeah, we can maybe put it out on the internet for people to listen to it. I if think they're good at navigating the series of I, tubes. I think that's a good idea. Should we start well, start with NEW? Let's fucking go then. Okay. All right, uh, yeah, NEW segment. Let's talk. Oh, oh my oh, God! Come on! 
Okay, so the big, the, the hot news, uh, I would expect this to come in from Clive while we were recording. That's how hot a news this is. <laughs> oh, the Clive report. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, NEW has a, I guess, for, no, for lack of a better term, a residency at the Commodore starting in September for one year. All of the monthly shows for NEW will take place at the historic, the awesome, the excellent Commodore Ballroom. Uh, let's just moment of silence for everybody to just gather their collective holy shits. Holy shits. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Wow. Uh, wow. That's Very awesome. Cool. That's huge. Uh, obviously, the Cinco de Mayo show uh, was a big hit. We've got NEW for life coming up uh, in a couple weeks here on the 24th at the Commodore, which I think may be perhaps a scant. I don't use that word lightly. I barely use it at all. <laughs> a scant few tickets may still be available for that. If they're not, don't come to me. It's not my fault. Get on it. Get but, on it. Uh, yeah, you are going to have many chances in the next calendar year from September onwards to see some great wrestling action at the Commodore. You don't want to miss this upcoming show. But, holy shit, what are your thoughts on the fact that, uh, yeah, there's a residency at the Commodore, and that's the home for NEW? Yeah, I just love I love how a we're getting to kind of get in the routine, if you will, of having these numbered shows that NEW tens of the world all you know take place in one kind of central location. I think that's a that's an awesome start. Yes, I will just say big missed opportunity to not have new ten in Newton. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, that's come on that's you know bring this, it to newton this, yeah, new yeah. 10 in newton yeah, it'd be great yeah, that's, so that's, fair. that's all right. i guess the commodore's gonna be fine though uh but secondly i just want to say like you know when you think about especially in our neck of the world um you know formerly pwg had the the uh, reseda um hot box uh legion hall and yeah. now they have the globe theater uh defy has seattle hall i think it's called or washington hall you know all these kind of big major uh promotions any promotions have their their hub and Home now bases. new adds adds like one of the best venues in canada um yeah. and like that uh, just best venues generally speaking but also one of the best venues in my opinion to see wrestling uh, in in the Commodore and NEW really putting their stamp on the world of of independent wrestling here by by hooking their hooking their horns into into the Commodore Ballroom. Yeah, with the previous outfit, we'd get one of these in January, one of them in July. There you go. Yeah. You get two of these things a year, um, and now yeah, running every month out of the Commodore Ballroom like that's huge. And if you're hearing it first here right now. Uh, follow at NEW Wrestling Inc. on Twitter because big announcements and shit like that are happening almost daily, it seems like. But that is, that's huge. That's seismic. That's a big, big deal. And we're all very excited about it. And I think, you know, already the Commodore shows uh, from the, the previous uh, generation had had that sense of like the big show feel. And I yeah. think that sense spread across um talent from around the world they, they knew that if they were going to do a show in vancouver this was the show to do and so now new has the ability to to bring in talent from around the world knowing 
that they're coming to the Commodore Ballroom, and that's that could be huge. Knowing that they're not, you know, heading to to a high school gym or, or what have you, or or, or, the, or, or the Newton Hall Wave or, Pool, or the Newton Wave Pool, which, which I thought would have been where a New Ten awesome. would have been, yeah, yeah, like, New Ten at the Newton Wave Pool. Let's make it like the old Spring Break Nitros, yeah, yeah, uh, only more exciting because of the waves. Yeah, New Ten making waves. That would be the like slogan. Oh! Yeah, yeah. Okay, you and me, we're starting a rival promotion right now. <laughs> but we can't be new. Damn and it, it can't be our tenth show. <laughs> so really we've lost we've lost half of the novelty. We're, we've here. lost before we even started here. We were, <laughs> we're checkmated out of the gate. Uh kudos, Rob Fay. Maybe we could talk to Rob into like a sub show, like new new ten point five or something, you know. Rob, I'm telling you, a wrestling promotion based around a wave pool is the way to go. It's the wave, wave of, the of the future. future. Literally. <laughs> Get on board with this. I used yeah. to. I, used, I grew up in in, in suburbia Langley, uh, Walnut Grove to be more specific, and uh, and and the wave pool in Newton. We had to, we had to go all the way out to your neck of the woods. Yeah, man. For wave pools. Yeah, we didn't. I that, grew up in Wally, so uh, that was the shit right down the road, and it was the yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> the friggin' slide went outside of the building. Yeah, and back yeah. in, they don't have that anymore. I also had to go uh, like all the way to your neck of the woods for for Stardust. Like, fuck the roller yeah. rink. Oh no! Yeah, that, <laughs> the real ones know Stardust. <laughs> not Cody Rhodes's former. Uh, no, identity. yeah, not Stardust. <laughs> We're talking roller rink. Uh, also, home of many shitty Battle of the Bands uh, <laughs> yeah. contests. I think I saw Gob there, like when oh, Gob man. was in their infancy. Well, like Lady Gaga played the Mirage. Yeah. Yep. Fame, very famously. We're just talking old landmarks in Surrey <laughs> and the music artists that played there and where we would put our wrestling shows. But uh, yeah, man, Stardust was, it broke my heart when that place, uh, when that place was there demolished. There was nothing in Walnut Grove. It's, it's still a vacant lot now. So, well, well Walnut Grove, yeah, it sucks. You guys just have, you know, your low crime and all that. It definitely sucked back then, too. Yeah. Well, no, you know. We didn't yeah. even have the movie theater back then. Anyway. You're gonna have, yeah, you're going to have crime, sure, but we're going to offset it with, you know, a nice roller rink and a wave pool and all sorts of stuff. Like, that's a deal I'm willing to make. Ten times out of ten. And Guilford Mall, that was, you know, that was a, you know, you had, to, you had to make the venture out that way. Anyway, this is, I feel like we're moderately off topic. NEW <laughs> every month from September onwards uh, will be at the Commodore. Again, just the fucking coolest thing. That's That's so, so very exciting. Uh, and then, yeah, after NEW for Life, going to the Hollywood Theater in Kits for the uh, for the summer series on Pride Weekend. That's going to be an incredible show. I think August 27th, I believe, was the August show date that was announced. So, yeah, super, super exciting times for NEW right now. Uh, we broke down the card for NEW for Life. We talked about it quite a bit last week. I'm sure we'll revisit it again uh, in the future. But, yeah, the big thing I wanted to mention and talk about about just in case you have been living under a rock and you listen to the show but you don't follow NEW. <laughs> That's uh, weird. Yeah. It would be a weird cross section of people. But uh yeah, Commodore. Yeah, I would like year. to say that NEW like has already done a great job in its in its relative infancy of of developing storylines and and developing rivalries and developing relationships between between its talent and and uh, and and elevating the talent uh, here in the Pacific Northwest, um, but this this Commodore opportunity offers you know theoretically a lot of the same people to see the shows every single month and really develop 
you know, an opportunity to really develop talent and really develop some some awesome storylines, rivalries, what have you. Yeah. Uh, and we could all chant, uh, wear the hat uh, in oh, unison. Yes. Yeah, well, there's already been some great rivalries in NEW. Of course, Elliot Tyler and Mr. Ferguson, who are going to renew their hostilities in a street fight at NEW for life, which is great. Judas Icarus and Travis Williams, who, you know, carry on that rivalry through a ton of different promotions. And, of course, State of Emergency versus everybody. Yes. <laughs> all, the, all the good guys, all the bad guys versus State of Emergency. You, we were under fire a little bit last episode. People mm. are like, oh, you want them to break up and stuff. It's like, no, I had to clarify that is not what we want. We're just thinking of a time far off in the future where that A, may happen, or B, to your scenario, they get put up against each other in a tournament, um, FTR style. Yeah, I, I got to say, I did see my dad the night uh, that those tweets came out, and he was... He was glowing that a tweet that simply mentioned his name oh, was, yeah. was getting all the attention. And our initial show tweet was just kind of a, a, a side, oh, yeah. a side It's a little blip. But when Sebastian <laughs> Wolf puts his seal of approval on the Clive report, uh, that's, uh, that's big. That's, an in, that's, that's a massive, massive endorsement. Seal of uh, approval. Yeah, absolutely. Um, have you watched any of the matches? I think the Nicole Matthews-Taylor Rising match was put onto uh, the YouTubes. Yes. Uh, did you get a chance so to watch that? Is, that? that is what I have watched. Hey. And in, in your dulcet tones, sir. So, uh, yeah, no, great great match. I, I enjoyed that match quite a bit. And I thought that, you know, I we'd seen a bit of Taylor Rising in the mixed tag uh, yep. previously, but but she got her chance to really showcase in, in this one. And, and I think she's got a, a lot of good speed and a lot of good talent to her. Yeah, there's a lot of great uh, talent from Ontario. Obviously, we spent a good chunk of last week just gushing about Locked and Loaded. Uh, Jesse V and Mark Wheeler, who we've seen several times before. But yeah, those two and Taylor Rising all trained at Superkicked. So they're all coming from the same uh, system, essentially. Right. So really exciting to see, you know, NEW do its thing and perhaps more talent from Superkicked or from uh, from back east coming out here. Uh, yeah, looking forward to the rest of the matches uh, showing up on YouTube whenever they're able to. Uh, yeah, it was a great card and I'm excited for you to get to watch it even though you weren't able to uh, to make it there. Are you going to be at Commodore? I certainly hope so. It yeah. is the same night as my fantasy hockey pool draft, so I'll, whoa, I might whoa, be multitasking. Whoa. It's fucking June. Fantasy it's a, hockey. It's, it's a keeper league. Like, So we're actually drafting like, like same oh, as the NHL draft. With, like, the real draft? Yes. Okay, and the people you're drafting, you're not going to have in your lineups for, what, four or five years? Correct. As developing them. <laughs> Jesus, that sounds grim. I've been I've been part of this league, yeah, over over a decade now, I think. Do you have anybody that you picked that like blossomed that you were so happy about? I've got a lot, yeah, yeah, like uh, I think <laughs> now we're going way off topic. I think like surprises, like yeah, I'm I'm a pretty good drafter, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Jordan Greenway, he's he's a guy who's who's puts Never up lots heard. of points. He plays Never. for the Wild, but yeah, it's a the league counts pims and he racks up a lot of pims, so we need to get uh, the Wrestling Prediction Federation back up and running. Hell yes. I'm that always was, down for that. Because they had, like, we'll talk about it in a second, but they had uh, Hell in a Cell last week. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. I don't think anybody would know about that if not for Cody Rhodes's, uh arm and whole body turning purple. I Okay. So I, I've watched most of the show, um, but I have some dramatic news that I'm about to announce right now. Oh, just, and, should we do Wide World of Wrestling before? Sure. Should we queue sure. it up? All right. Yeah, let's keep them in suspense. Let's do it. 
when we last left Mike Paris, <laughs> he had some dramatic news and to I'm let a, us know I'm about. about to, and I'm about to break it, this to Clive as well. So, oh no! Oh, is this is Cody Rhodes your new favorite wrestler? <laughs> no. Did you? Oh, geez, what could this be? Paris, I go. I canceled my WWE Network subscription. Whoa! What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh I just, my goodness! I could not justify this anymore. <laughs> Okay, walk like I, me through it. What, I, what I enjoyed it really? Hell in a Cell. I enjoyed Hell in a Cell, uh, okay. especially the Cody and, and Seth match. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the reason why, because uh, Clive might uh, steal my network subscription sometimes, and he's just hearing about this right now. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I looked at it and looked at the calendar and, and thought about how invested I or was or, or, or am in the week-to-week product. I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel here. I don't see, like, am I going to want to watch Money in the Bank, which is one of my favorite pay-per-views? Am I going to want to watch SummerSlam? Like, I'm not seeing any any build that I'm willing to continue to pay $15 a month for. So, But are you going to gonna want to watch ECW November to Remember 1998 for no reason? <laughs> the answer should be yes. I for that shit, man. But yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like... If I had more time to, to, but I've had like so much shit just like piled up on my PVR network stuff. Matt Singer. I have hours and hours to to get to. So maybe I'll watch all that first. Maybe occasionally watch Raw and SmackDown, which I never watch, or NXT. And then uh, we'll go from there. (laughs) That's wild, man. Wow. Uh, Well, I've, you know, it's, it's not like it hasn't trended a bunch of times over the last five, six years or so. Uh, but canceled you WWE Network. You canceled WWE Network. I, for, in most cases, I can't imagine a scenario in which I would do that. Yeah. Uh, just because, and I've mentioned this on the show before, you can't like historically. It's it's all it's all there, and yep. I know I don't have a ton of time either to sit down and watch it. I got to watch through fucking Clone Wars now, um, the cartoon show. Uh, I'm getting prepped for Obi Wan. I haven't watched any Obi Wan yet. Yeah. And I saw like a little tiny like, oh, this is what you should watch in like prep. And there's like a couple little blocks of like four Clone Wars episodes over the years. And I've watched through that. And I'm like, this show is excellent. So sorry. You do realize that's not on sell. the WWE Network. Like, Pardon? You do realize that's not on the WWE Network. So yeah, it should be. It'd be great. It's save time. <laughs> but like that, that was going. kind of my thought Halloween process. Halloween Havoc 98 over here. And then Clone yeah. Wars season five, episode 12 right here. It's fine. I, I went through all my subscriptions and I was like, what do mm. I use the least? And, and yeah. that was it. Where can I where can I cut some of the fat here? So wow, and WWE was it because I didn't realize that Hell in a Cell was on Sunday until it was Sunday uh, evening. <laughs> I had no like I think I remember watching a little bit of Raw last week and they're like, oh Hell in a Cell this Sunday. I'm like, oh geez, okay, but. It's not like I was counting the days like I was for double or nothing and right. just like, and thinking about it. That's right. the thing. Like, I don't think about WWE when I'm just out and about. Right. Like, oh, what's Seth Rollins going to do next? And no, oh, what's Ezekiel and Kevin Owens? What's going on there? No, but I'm sitting there going, fuck, man, Blackpool Combat Club. If they can get Serena Deeb in there, ooh, that'd be good. Let's give them You're all not wondering on whether or not the Judgment Day can add Finn Balor? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Holy shit. I guess we'll talk about WWE first. <laughs> oh, we're breaking we're trend. We're breaking yeah, trend. Well, this is crazy. Uh, well, they had a pay-per-view and AEW did not. So 
yeah, I guess that's one of the bigger things to come out of that is that uh, the Judgment Day won their six-person tag. And then on Raw, Edge is like, oh, yeah, we're going to get a new lad in here. It's going to be great. Uh, we're going to tell you who it is. Just, you know, wait and see. And then Finn Balor was the one. Millions of Tommaso Ciampa fans cried out and then were immediately silenced. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, more Star Wars for you. And then, uh, yeah, Finn Balor, like, turned on him and they all beat the shit out of him. And then Edge is out of the group now. And apparently the internal stuff says that they've slotted him to, like, the number two babyface role on Raw. Uh, because with Cody Rhodes out, they kind of have, you know, a gap there. A gap there. But yeah. then... More has come out that said, oh, actually, they wanted to do more supernatural fuckery with the group. And Edge was, nah, he didn't want any part of that. So they kind of wrote him out of it. Hmm. Yeah. It, doesn't it scream of just, like, the Dark Order? Like, yeah, everything it about it is what the Dark Order. What are you and what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. I, I still don't know what their... I would imagine that their purpose was to give Damien Priest... And Rhea Ripley and, you know, maybe somebody else yeah. the rub a from rub. Edge's yeah. leadership. Yeah. And if Edge is part of a group, then he's able to probably elongate his in-ring career and not have to worry about all this one-on-one -on -one stuff. He can hide in tag matches or be like an advisor or something. Yeah. Like It all made sense on paper. Like, not that I was actively interested in what they were doing, but yeah, I get it. Okay, sure. Yeah. And then now, so he's going to, what, fight them three-on-one or... He's going to get partners or run through them gauntlet style. Like, what's the what's the plan here? I get, Yeah, I guess go up against Finn Balor in a program. He'll Finn, uh, but like. Cool. I, I mean. Yeah, that doesn't but, elevate anybody, really. No, and I'm sorry. My Finn Balor heel turns involve him taking off his jacket and bicycle kicking someone in the face on his own side while in mid-jacket takeoff. That turn on Johnny Gargano when he returned to NXT, so smooth, and mm -hmm. I did not see it coming. That's Mark Henry levels of, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, that was great. And I'm like, oh, heel Finn Balor. Okay, I'm I'm actively interested in this. Let's go. And then eh, not a whole lot really came of it. Uh, maybe if they're going supernatural, we start to see maybe the demon comes back. Sure. Uh, I always thought the demon thing as much as i loved it i also thought it was just very silly where he wouldn't bring it out in must win matches yeah <laughs> oh i'm fighting brock lesnar for the title at um at uh royal rumble here plain old finn balor is gonna get this done it's like how about you go in as your best self man <laughs> we need Beast you we need you out there yeah um, no i can get this done on my own and with respect you can't and why would you take that chance? Well, I think it's funny because, like, if you're going to put the... Champa actually would have been a great to replace Edge if you wanted to take Edge out of it. Yeah. Because you need kind of a head of the snake, someone who's able to talk. And Finn Balor yeah. isn't very great at talking, nor are the other two. So, yeah, like, Champa is great on the mic. It would have been kind of a perfect, like... And also a guy who could probably use a, a few more years on his bump clock. So, yeah. And this yeah. is something that, you know, and would elevate contributed him. To, to everything Finn Balor related. He's just too sexy for this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. He's going to do supernatural type stuff. It's like, no, he's, you know, he's gorgeous. And it's they declare war on carbs and they like <laughs> attack catering and get rid of like all the bread and stuff. Like, how about instead of going supernatural, let's get silly. 
<laughs> well, like when when Daniel Bryan got rid of all the junk food and stuff during his oh, heel man. turn, like that. Yeah, you could do that. Sure. Oh, and when he attacked that burger when yeah. we were at the Royal, we were at that Royal Rumble with that ridiculous burger, and he had that pre-show promo where he just stomped it and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that was great. That was great stuff. Um, elsewhere, I guess NXT had a in your house recently. Okay. Uh, uh, you got this. I can do this. Braun Breaker, Braun Breaker beat Joe. No, not Joe Gacy. Something Gacy. Yeah, it's Joe Gacy. Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. And then everyone <laughs> apparently was like, "Oh, this guy's just a Bray Wyatt knockoff." And apparently he responded to, "I didn't see any of that." But uh, what else? Mandy Rose is still Mandy Rosen. Hell yeah. Yep. And we'll allow good it. stuff. Um, and then Apollo Cruz returned to NXT. No accent, no character that he had before. Right. He's back where it all started to challenge Braun Breaker and somewhere Dolph Ziggler's going, fuck, man, I was going to do that again. So, <laughs> uh, Does yeah. seem to be the trend, though, that they're just going to bring in these kind of main roster guys who are kind of wallowing and, yeah. and you know, use them, them to try and give the bump yeah, to the... Sure. Yeah, not opposed to that. Can't wait for Bo Dallas to show up. Jesus. And uh, uh, apparently, um, I, I read this somewhere, that like they're getting very like uh, strict in the NXT system. Oh, no. Where it's like, you got 90 days to like figure your shit out, or like we're going to fire you. Wow. Okay. I don't know if that was exactly the number, but like it there apparently the system is very becoming very clear to mm. to the roster that they have to like continuously improve or they're gone. Which is why you see the cuts of people like Dakota Kai and what have you, because they just didn't see a future in them. Right. Okay. So I could see I could see poor Joe Gacy, for instance, getting a well and did shuffle they release, the side. Uh forgive me for being out of the loop a little bit on this. Uh, did they release Cameron Grimes or is he still there? Oh no, I think he's still there. I okay, feel like cool. I would have heard about that. Well, what day? What day is it? Yes, exactly. How many, <laughs> how many We're recording yeah. on Thursday night. Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> Big wave of Friday releases in June yeah. and stuff, and oh, no more Cameron Grimes. Uh, but Dexter Loomis was let go. Yes yep. or no? He was. Yeah. Yep. Okay. You can't keep it straight. Yeah, dude. Uh, Okay. My uh, my WWE 2K22 roster is just shrinking and shrinking. It's so funny. Like even the most recent um, DLC pack for the Stand Back pack with yeah uh, yeah 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 with Hurricane. It almost Which, made me go, I'm buying this thing, but I'm not. Every every other pack has had five uh, people on it, and who was uh, supposed to be the fifth member of this DLC pack? Oh, it was one of the, the tag team lads. Canceled, who... canceled member of MSK. <laughs> yeah. Is it Nash Carter or Wesley? I forget or... which one. Yeah, I forget yeah. which one's which, but yeah. Yeah. So there you well, go. Well, you got Hurricane and they... Stacey Keebler, so. They can't even release the wrestlers that they've probably already built models for. <laughs> yeah. They'll yeah. just exist in development nothingness because WWE cuts people so quickly. Not that that's, this guy probably should have been cut because he's problematic, but anyway. And let this be your weekly reminder from your friends at Wrestle Nation that on June 30th, the servers for 2K19 will be shut down. So build your universes, get all your shit that you need. And uh, yeah, I, I love 2K19, man. That thing is in the upper echelon of wrestling games for me. Maybe not necessarily based on the game itself, but how much weight that thing had to carry 
for years. Yeah. Like, okay, here, here's here come the pain, great. And then the next one was uh, maybe the first SmackDown versus Raw or whatever. And then, okay, we got another one coming behind that. But 2K19, man, like you had 2K20 and it was shite. And then they canceled 21. So 2K19 had the run of the, you know, the run of the place for three or four years, which for wrestling game cycles is insane. Yeah. And they were just waiting until 22 had, was decently received before yeah. they shut yeah. it down. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. So, but uh, yeah, so get your stuff if you if you haven't. Justin, I'm talking to you. Justin reached out last time. Oh, thanks for letting me know that the June 30th is when those servers are done. So, yeah, uh, I want to transition into uh, AE- actually no. Before we go into AEW, apparently yeah. also Roman Reigns is gonna miss his second premium live event in a row because it looked like mm-hmm. they were building towards him riddle for the title but he's not going to be wrestling at money in the bank and he wasn't at hell in the cell so the guy that they gave both belts to yeah, he's chilling having a yeah well siesta. you know he deserves a break yeah he's been the champion for a long time well, he had two belts get the, someone then you get lashley the title again what? No, that's a terrible idea. Anyway. Drew McIntyre, I don't know. Okay, here it is. You give Shelton Benjamin the title. Make this happen. <laughs> he earned it all those years ago against Triple H on Raw. Yeah, I'm not sure what the deal is. I, I have heard rumor that they do want to make him more of a attraction. Uh, feature attraction guy as opposed to a uh, CM Wrestle Every Week guy. So maybe that's, maybe that's what we're heading towards. But um, you'd think right now when you lose Cody Rhodes, which was your get eyes on the product that weren't there before kind of guy for the time being um Mm -hmm. to then lose your top heel and champion at the same time doesn't seem like wise booking but then again maybe this gives opportunity to uh, a lot of people who they haven't been giving opportunity to now i know this is a sensationalized headline i get that but i'm on wrestling that's where i get most of my wrestling stuff uh Headline, is Roman Reigns still expected for WWE SummerSlam? Question mark. I would assume so. <laughs> so would I, but the mere fact that they have to ask that question is troubling. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, but the they, they love ever. SummerSlam. They love they making love SummerSlam a thing. Yeah, it's the summer WrestleMania. They bring Goldberg out for that thing. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to bring, you're going to bring. That Maybe that's why they're doing it. Let's let's keep him on the shelf oh, for a little bit. To- Get some intrigue and yeah, all exactly. there or not. And yeah. 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 Okay. Huh. Uh, all right. Well, now that we've talked about the big dog, uh, we can transition to AEW. And uh, yeah, good things are happening with the exception of, as we learned last week on the show, uh, CM Punk vacated the title on Rampage. You heard our live reactions last week as we were piecing that all together from Twitter. Uh, yeah, big bummer. And then he was vacating the title, but then uh, Big Tony says, oh, no, you're not allowed to vacate the title. You're still the champion. Uh, we'll see you in several months, perhaps. He's got a broken foot, I think, is the thing. He needs surgery on it. So, uh, yeah, it's a good injury for a wrestler to, to have. That's awful news that his foot's all Yeah, how come how up. Riddle, Riddle gets away with it? Miro gets away with it? You know, all these guys getting away with the, the Illa tribe. Getting away without breaking their feet and wrestling barefoot, and then you know, Icarus Punk wears boots and 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 he breaks his foot. That's not fair. Yeah. Yep. So uh, there is going to be an interim AEW champion uh, this past week on Dynamite. There was a casino battle royale to kick off the show, 
and then the winner was going to fight John Moxley in the main event, and the winner of that goes on to Forbidden Door uh, to wrestle um, either Tanahashi or who's Tanahashi wrestling? At, I uh, don't Dominion. know. All right. Well, one of those research two on the fly. Uh, yeah, um, we'll be going up against. Well, at this point, it's now John Moxley. So Casino Battle Royale, Kyle O'Reilly wins. Awesome. That was yeah, great. Love super, that. super. Oh, you love to see that. That guy's awesome. Uh, I'm so glad they kind of uh, got away from the um, like cool Kyle sort of thing that he was doing in NXT with yeah. his denim jacket and ponytail and glasses and his paint covered overalls. Uh, he's really glad they kind of moved away from that. <laughs> and now he's just like an ass kicker. Like he's got him and Danielson both kind of hover around. That dream gimmick that I love that you don't see very often is that this person does not have a dedicated like finishing move. They can finish you in a multitude of ways, and you kind of never know how their matches are going to end. Yeah, right. Like Kyle O'Reilly's uh, style has always been the like he literally looks like he's kicking their faces in like the, yeah. the whole time. So yeah, like you say, he doesn't really have those like signature moves that you well yes, lots of signature moves, but not nothing that is like his finisher. Um, but he is that, that grappler that could, could beat you any which way. And I like his top rope knee drop. That's a fun one. I like yeah. his, uh, I like his, uh, stupid, uh, springboard lariat that he does that. Oh, his, yeah. That, uh, the, John Moxley the used to do. One, the yeah. fucking, the wacky line. As yeah, they call it. I hate that shit. <laughs> Although when, is it Will or Yuta who will like go, between the bottom two ropes and like his entire body will be outside of the ring and then he'll swing himself back. I know like Ray Phoenix does some of that shit yeah. too. So yeah. Anyway. Right. Uh, yeah. Always have loved uh, Mr. O'Reilly since the early days of his career. Yep. Since he was probably 16, 17. Um, and, and just to, to see him have success on the, on the main stage is, is always, always fun. Yeah. Now in that battle Royal, it appears as though a uh, tag team that I was loving uh, maybe having some issues. Swerve Strickland eliminated Keith Lee, who was all pissy at him. And then on social media, he's been making, like, Swerve's been making a bunch of, you know, seemingly, like, catty little comments about it. Uh, yeah, I hope this isn't the end for Swerve and our glory. Uh, it, yeah, hard to say. It's It did always seem like a tag team of happenstance and convenience. Um so there is that aspect of it. So maybe they're just rushing them. Yeah. Rushing them through their tag team life to they've released their t-shirt and now they can move on, um, mm. into singles competition. But uh, yeah, I'd, I'd watch those two guys go against one another as well. So that can make I, me happy. Yeah. I certainly hope not. Cause I was really digging them as a team. They had cool offense. They got a great finisher, like a great tandem finisher. And yeah, for someone who loves the Billy Gunn's adult sons as much as I do, uh, and the acclaimed, yeah, these guys could have very easily uh, jumped up my personal rankings of love. Um, speaking of the tag titles, so there's going to be a three-way ladder match. Uh, everyone just take a minute and just send your, your thoughts and well wishes to Jeff Hardy. Fucking guy. Yeah. Like, he's... Obviously, he's not the not the same wrestler. He's a bit battered and stuff. And credit to him for going out there and doing what he's doing. And then, oh yeah, we're gonna put you on a dynamite uh, triangle ladder match for the tag team titles. Uh, I don't think you're gonna see, you see a lot of mat wrestling from Jeff Hardy at this point. I'm just <laughs> I'm just concerned for the guy. Yeah, he's taking some some pretty gnarly bumps, and he was 
what happened recently? But after the Darby Allen match, he was beaten up quite a bit and yeah. and couldn't go. Wasn't the next week, but maybe the following week. Maybe he was booked supposed to be booked in the to go further in the tournament, but he didn't. I can't remember what the circumstance was. But uh, yeah, he's obviously his his time is running up here a little bit to no one's surprise. But yeah, yeah albeit like you know. Go out the way you want to go out, right? Go yep. out being the wrestler you want to be, and and I can I can dig that to a to a certain extent. And you know, some of these people get joy out of this kind of thing. You, you know, yeah. I I haven't watched Jackass forever yet, but uh, there's another bunch of fifty year old guys who yeah. are just well, beating like, the is, shit out of themselves. <laughs> is the limit of that extent, Randy the Ram Robinson? <laughs> going out doing what he loved yeah well uh, did yeah. he die though that you know that's not like necessarily confirmed that let's you and i let's you and i put our uh, cards on the table right now <laughs> at the end of the wrestler and if you haven't watched the wrestler i don't even think a spoiler warning is going to work because we've already talked too much about <laughs> yeah, it we've already said too much we've already said the big thing but also 2008 you know over 10 years. One of my favorite movies of all time. It's fucking great, man. It's really, yeah. really good. Uh, did Randy the Ram Robinson die jumping off the top rope? What was this thing? Was it a big headbutt? Uh, yeah. No, it was like a... Wasn't like an axe handle or something? No, yeah. it was like to a downed opponent. I thought the Ram Jam was like a big uh, diving headbutt. No? Uh, yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. Right. Can't remember. Uh, you know what I'm thinking of? I think of Ready to Rumble, where his finisher was oh, a double axe handle. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Oliver Platt is your world champion. Anyway. Yeah. We'll talk Ready to Rumble next week on the show. Uh, I have thoughts. Um, how's he jumping a motorcycle into the ring? At the end? I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think he died. I do not. Oh, okay. Why do you not think he died? Yeah, I just think that's too obvious. I don't. I don't like it. Oh, look at you, like, subverting expectations. Yeah, yeah. Like Vince Russo over here, yeah. Okay, there's, cool. like, there's, like, the wrestler, too, out there somewhere in Darren oh, Aronofsky's really? mind. <laughs> bro, bro, here's what happened, okay? He jumped, no, okay, he, he, his heart exploded. No, it's just he another match. Ah, uh, Marissa Tomei. She's great. Yes, yes. And uh, Evan Rachel Wood, also very yeah. good in that film. Good, uh, really, really good. Man, now I feel like watching The Wrestler. As you should. It's a tremendous film. And what was that? Was that Bruce Springsteen did the song, right? Uh, that sounds right, yeah. Are you playing the soundtrack right now? No, that's actually me. It was you? Fake wow. lyrics, yeah. And you see me. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's and good I jump off the top rope and <laughs> die at the end. Oh, it's, it's right the there in the song. It's in the lyrics and it's in the liner notes. He died. <laughs> Suck it, Paris. You might think I didn't die, but I did. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay, it's all, all right. there. Clarified, yeah. clarified. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah. Do you see this being the turn with Christian and Jungle Boy during this match? It's a ladder match, so we could very easily just pull the guy off the ladder. Dude, you're just you're just you've been fantasy booking this since This has been going day on one. for so long. Christian is It doesn't have the, to happen. He is one of the ultimate wrestling bastards. And also, I think a singles thing with uh, both Jungle Boy and with Luchasaurus would be awesome for Christian. Uh, it's happening. Get on board with it. And I feel like it's ha- they're just planting the seeds all throughout this. Uh, what did he say in their backstage promo this time? He's like, oh, yeah, okay, admittedly, yes, you did beat Jungle Boy in his hometown in the middle of the ring. Fine. And Jungle Boy's all pissed off about it. What if this is just like Jungle Boy turns... Oh, now you've piqued my interest. 
Oh, now I've got you. Okay. I'm, I'm not suggesting that's going to happen, but you've yeah, got me interested. Yeah, just expected doesn't mean it's bad, right? Like, paying off people's expectations is okay. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, do you see either one of the other teams uh, more likely winning the titles, the Young Bucks or... Uh, uh, oh, I'm completely blanking uh, on the other team. Me too. Red Dragon, isn't it? It, uh, that was what I was going to say, but I thought you would have remembered that. So, <laughs> Jesus. It's Goto who's wrestling uh, Tanahashi. Uh, oh, it's the fucking Hardy Boys. Right. We just Duh, talked about we this. Just <laughs> talked about we got uh, sidelined. Hey, folks, sometimes, you know, <laughs> things don't go as smoothly. We do our best. Yeah, it's the Hardy Boys who we forgot were even in the match in the last few minutes. It's the, <laughs> the Springsteen that did it. I blame Bruce Springsteen for most things, but this especially. Yeah. So, uh, well, I don't see the Hardys winning. No. I guess I don't see the Young Bucks winning. And then Dax Harwood uh, made a comment or something on Twitter, just like an LOL, that like the like FTR have been the number one like contenders for the tag titles for months, and they keep getting passed over for these multi-man uh, title matches and stuff. Yeah, those dang AEW rankings getting in the way again. Yep. Got to, got to follow through with that on some at some point. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of see Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus retaining here just because it doesn't make any sense for any of the other ones to uh, um, to win. So what what's happening? I hear some some tunes in the background. Here's the thing: we don't just like we don't we're not just going to talk about something on the show and then not just kind of fade into it. Uh, and it's also going to be something with a lot longer intro. Than I thought that I remembered it had. Uh, Give it a second here. Come on, Bruce. Oh, here we go. And I'm jumping off the top rope, gonna die. Ernest the Cat Miller's my enemy. Have you ever seen a one trick pony (laughs) and feel so happy and free? Yeah! If you've ever seen a one trick pony, then you've seen me. Is he a one trick pony? Is that how you describe Maybe Randy the Ram? Kind of. Get into it, what Bruce. What a bummer. Jumping off the top rope. You've seen me. If you've ever seen a guy dead in the ring, it was me. Blood hit the floor. That's something. <laughs> Tell me, friend, can you ask for anything more? Tell me, can you ask for anything more? Okay, I think the subtext is there. He's clearly dead. <laughs> it's all in the At song. The end of that movie. It's did all did that song. song win best original song? I don't think it did. I don't think it did either, and I think I remember being pissed off about it. I will. I'm sure it was nominated. Uh, I will look it up. Anyway, uh, what the hell were we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about the tag titles and FTR and stuff, I, yeah. but I feel I'm done with that. Okay, uh, moving on. Moving on. Okay, so I uh, I thought they're talking about, oh, hey, we've got some new title. We've got a new title here in, yeah. in AEW. And I'm like, 
fucking trios title. Yeah. Let's go. No other major promotion in North America that I'm aware of has those. I think this Impact, I don't know. I think, no, ROH had six-man uh, titles for a while. Lucha uh, Underground did as well, I believe. Pardon? Lucha Underground did as well, okay. if you want to count that. Well, I'm like, yeah, cool. Trios titles. That's great. you got so many three-person groups. Uh, let's do it. Let's go yeah. for it. Yeah. Uh, no, the All-Atlantic champion, uh, a male singles belt representing all the Atlantic. Uh, everyone's got nice little flags next to their names. Go Ethan Page, representing Canada. Uh, but yeah, what uh, what the? Ex- I need this explained to me. I need this. I need to understand what the meaning of this belt is, and how we're coming to the decision of a champion. You know what's going to help you understand? Please. Yeah. Okay. Bruce will help you understand. Just tell me, to Bruce. The rest for okay. Yeah. Ooh, I'm not sure I have seen that. Okay. Do you understand the All Atlantic title yet? Uh, yeah. It's a, it's a title for scarecrows. You don't get it yet. Let's go to the next verse. Have you ever seen a woman man punching at nothing but the breeze? Oh. Have you seen a woman man? Then you see me. Excellent. Okay. Now okay. Do okay you get got it? it. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. You win the title with your arm tied behind your back. Don't make. There's another minute and a half of this. <laughs> don't make me go back to Bruce. <laughs> I still don't. Now I need you to just explain it to me. What's do the point of this title? All Atlantic title around your waist. All right. So. Uh, is this just a third? Yeah. Mid card like. And like the TNT. This is like the European Championship. Yeah, the TNT title's been a mess for a while. Yeah. It looks like, and we'll talk about it a little bit later. Looks like they are on path to solve Wardlow. that issue yeah but uh to wardlow it but uh yeah so this is another title i guess it's got more of an international flavor with the flags and all that stuff um and people representing different countries so it looks like so they're going to do a bunch of qualifiers and then there's going to be a four-way at forbidden door so uh i'll call them neville pack beat uh buddy matthews yeah uh, fucking great match yeah and well, i'm coming yeah. out of the match going Pack's your winner. I don't give a fuck who else is in this tournament. Pack should have this title. He's so great. is the entire point of this title to to just be something to win out of Forbidden Door? And like, and is this then a title that's not even going to really exist? No, I think Otherwise, it's, a title that's, it's a title that's going to exist because the Owen Hart titles, uh, those are just like trophies. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Braun had one of those when he won the greatest Royal Rumble, which I was right. hoping he'd wear around a bit more because it was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. It was green strap and some swords on it, but it was also very Saudi. And I'm like, oh, that's you know maybe not the the, the greatest. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, this is a real title. It looks looks good. Good looking belt. Uh, and yeah, I think it's going to be something that is regularly defended i guess so i i suppose this is their version of the u.s championship or maybe go attitude era this is their european title or something so we've got uh yeah buddy matthews from australia uh lost a pack representing the uk ethan page representing canada is going up against miro representing uh bulgaria i'd love to see ethan page win that but it's going to be miro probably uh, Penta representing Mexico will take on Malachi Black representing, and it, it should just be like a black flag, but it's like, oh no, he's from, yeah, he's Dutch, right, Amsterdam. 
It's two things I hate. You know what they are? The, the Dutch. People who are intolerant of other people's <laughs> cultures and the Dutch. Uh, and then there's uh, a spot I got here for Austin a couple. Austin Powers? That's gold member, bitch. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then there's a couple of uh, spots here for some New Japan folks to, uh, to duke it out. And then, yeah, it's going to be a four-way match at Forbidden Door to crown the first ever All-Atlantic Champion. Was this necessary? No, no. I think no, I've already not at all. put my stance Tri- on this. Trios. You have this big roster, and maybe you do a trios thing, and then that's... <laughs> I can already hear you go, what the fuck, man. That's where Christian turns on Jungle Boy. Not for Christ In the sake. finals of the trios uh, tournament. Wouldn't that be something? But, yeah, this is... Like, Death Triangle would have been an awesome trios unit being champions. The ass club. House of Black. <laughs> Oh, yeah, get Max Caster and the uh, Billy Gunn's Adult Sons. Oh, I was there. just thinking Billy Gunn and Billy Gunn's Adult Sons, but yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, no, someone showed me a thing on uh, on Twitter of him in blackface uh, recently. Not Ooh. like Attitude Era. Not that there's like a time where it's cool, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. It looked like the clip maybe was from TNA. So, oh, okay. Because someone's like, oh, all these old wrestlers and stuff. Like, hey, Billy Gunn could still... G-. Oh, no, someone had to comment... If I watched you wrestle in the Attitude Era, I do not want to watch you wrestle now. To which I said, Billy Gunn could still go. And then it was responded to with a picture of him in blackface. And I thought, ah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, Billy Gunn can go. Go home. But, uh, okay. Sting. Yeah, six man, six I, I still want to watch Sting wrestle sometimes. Yeah, I, Sting. Can, that might yeah, be my only, my only person who meets yeah. that criterion. Uh, it's Christian for me. I think Christian's yeah, great, okay. and no, I think Christian edge. is yeah. like really, really like smart, where yeah. he can he can sedean this. He can still be an effective wrestler. Like he could be Christian, well into him being past his like physical prime, which I guess he already is. But he doesn't need intense athleticism to be a great wrestler. He's a really good in ring storyteller. I've always loved Christian. He's fantastic. Jericho. Okay, I guess there, there's yeah, a, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, but I think, yeah, Pac should be the uh, the All-Atlantic champion. But speaking of their other, uh, quote-unquote, mid-card title, Wardlow did not enter himself into the championship opportunity casino battle royale. He had an interview with uh, Shivani, and he said that, yeah, uh, as far as I'm concerned, CM Punk's the champion. I'm not going to do any of this interim bullshit. Uh, I'm going to beat CM Punk for the title. So when he's back, I'll be waiting. Uh, and he's challenging for the TNT title. And uh, before he does that, he's going to wrestle 20 security guards As he uh, does. in a class action lawsuit match, uh, one on 20. Okay. Again, we <laughs> talked about this on the show. It's always those last like four dudes that are able to neutralize him every time he would storm the ring. Yeah. Start with those guys. Yeah. Le- le- this is, yeah, dress them up as the demon Finn Balor as well, and yeah, you know, lead lead with your best guys. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, yeah, so Wardlow going for the TNT title and fighting twenty dudes. Your thoughts? <laughs> um, well, he is just going to absolutely just punish Scorpio oh, Sky. Yeah. Um. So there's that, and yeah. then yeah, this like it's just so silly from a gimmick perspective that like I'm not sure I can get behind it. And we did on Pusher Berry a couple weeks ago. We did like feats of 
superhuman strength as a, yep. a pusher berry. And yep. this seems like one of those like times where it's just going to be stupid. Like, yeah, it, I, feel like I, I, I don't, I don't, li- I don't like him push. as a silly character. You did. You did. Yeah. Um, I don't like him as a silly, like strength character. Like, uh, you know, like how my argument at the time when we talked about it during pusher Berry was like a Braun Strowman type. Like, I don't like that, like over the topness of yeah, it. Just to have be him be a gigantic ass kicker. Yeah. 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 Break your handcuffs and stuff. That's cool. Don't go flipping semi trucks and throwing right. ambulances at people and stuff like that. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. Um, and how does that settle a lawsuit, by the way? I don't think this would hold up in court, but anyway. Shush. It's great. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Uh, last thing we want to talk about uh, on the show. We got limited time today. Uh, so, Hangman Page. Uh, yes, sir. Won his match on Dynamite, then talked about, oh, yeah, well, it doesn't look like I'm getting an AEW title shot soon, which is. You know, a bit weird that Adam Cole got so many chances and uh, kept losing, whereas Paige lost, had good title defenses, lost against CM Punk, and isn't considered into this. Now, don't get me wrong. I want Moxley. Moxley's got to be the champion. He deserves a run with a full crowd. People yeah. love this guy. And with everything he's been through and he's overcome, I am all in on, on Moxley winning whatever this whole uh, thing is. But Paige uh, called out the IWGP champion. Uh, he wants Okada at Forbidden Door for that title. Adam Cole, he uh, took offense to that. Adam Cole wants that title as well. Who knows what's going on? Oh, yeah. Also, Will Ospreay showed up on uh, on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. We'll see some crossover. But uh, Paige, Okada, Cole, your thoughts? Um, I I like I like the idea of, of and I'm not a huge uh, Adam Page guy, but I like the him, idea of him against Okada better than the idea of Cole okada and maybe they're just working towards a triple threat or what have you but um yeah i think hangman page and okada actually have pretty similar styles and i could see that matching pretty well in the ring so i'm I'm okay with that oh dude we got clothesline v clothesline yeah exactly like that's that's pretty that that's the match there i mean i like adam cole but sir you you shush you go over here uh Maybe well, isn't like are we setting up for some sort of like? I I guess you don't want to have too many like multi man matches on a on a pay per view card, but like this is the time to do it, right? Like this is the time when you've got all this talent that you're trying to showcase all together. So like, what? undisputed elite, Bullet Club, what have you? Like, just make it happen. Why didn't they do a trios title? Because you got undisputed elite and uh. Like you got the undisputed elite, and then you've got uh, Kenny and the Bucks being the actual yeah. elite. Boom! There's your six. There's your trios title match down the line for Full Gear, or Love whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. Cole just doesn't seem to fit into any of this, but it doesn't really seem to fit anywhere. He had the Owen Hart tournament, which okay, yeah, that makes sense. He wins. They give him something after coming in really hot and basically losing all the time. Yeah. So he's a big win. He wins the Owen tournament. He's carrying around his pink belt. It's great. Uh, but I just, I don't see, I see him in the way here. I want, uh, Okada versus Paige. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, uh, Okada's defending the belt against Jay White at Dominion. So the theoretically on paper, this could end up, oh, it's Jay White versus Adam Cole for the IWGP heavyweight title. I like that much better. If that yeah, says anything. Yep. That's pretty all right. So and that's yeah. a that's a head of Bullet Club versus head of Bullet Club kind of uh, yes. situation. So you could you got some story there too. So yep, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we are continuing to build towards Forbidden Door. Picture should be clearer uh, next week. Looking forward to sitting down with you and talking about Christian turning on Jungle Boy. Um, oh, we have any daddy magic updates for uh, for Justin? <laughs> have you changed not, your not, thoughts on him? No. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got, got he crazy eyes. Yeah. He's, uh, uh, Justin was uh, trying to pimp him as the next champion, but <laughs> I don't, oh, I don't yeah, ever magic see that happening. Involved. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm slightly, slightly warming up to Daddy Magic, but uh, it's I'm gonna need more time, and I'm gonna need to see. I'm gonna need to see a little bit more. Yes, yes, uh, just a little more. Yeah. Little, little less crazy eyes, maybe a little bit more in the ring. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, is there anything else AEW wise you want to talk about before we uh, we wrap? Or did I miss something in WWE you were demanding to discuss and and we didn't? Uh, no, I don't think so. Do you think, do you think Bruce is available to, to play us to out play here? Play us out? Or, yeah. Uh, just, do you want me to do the, the outro over Bruce? I, I, that would be ideal for me. Nobody if that's at all possible. Bruce, but, uh, I just, yeah, I, can, I think I it, make it, it really set the tone for this episode. So it's, a, it only makes sense. Should we just call this episode the wrestler? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to come up with like cutesy titles and shit. I'm like, yeah, maybe just the wrestler. You're, you're the, you're the title it's, master It's over 8 here. o'clock Thursday. I might just, you know, finish this whole thing up, send what I need to send to Jay, go into that next room right there and watch The Wrestler for the rest of my evening. Pop it's tempting some to corn, do myself. get the soda stream going. There you go. Out of boy. Make an event of it. Okay. All right. Well, if that's uh, all we're going to chat about, then I guess we'll uh, hit the outro. That closes the book. I almost did it as Bruce. That closes the book. That closes the book on another episode of NEW Wrestle Nation. You can follow us on Twitter at NEW Wrestle Pod. And be sure to also follow the Nation Extreme Wrestling account at NEW Wrestling Inc. Be sure to subscribe to this show on iTunes and Spotify. And if you're on iTunes, leave a rating, leave a review. It helps with our metrics. And hey, we just, we just like to see it. So that's all for this week. Um, for Mike Paris, the Segway Sensei, uh, Gotcha King, Suplex King, all that stuff. Ooh. Uh, yeah. It's been a while <laughs> since I've suplexed, but I'll take it. That's very famous. like Vin- Not, I guess, very famous, uh, but Vince McMahon uh, talking about Taz. And being like, oh, yeah, Taz, <laughs> he was this, he was ECW's champion, you know, the sawed-off monster, Suplex King, all that stuff. And I was like, he was the human suplex machine, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Put some respect on his name. Uh, I'm Jay Bowman, Jordan Bowman. Uh, we'll see you next time on Wrestle Nation. Take it away, Bruce. Oh, we're, we're, get your lighters out. We are so getting this shut, show shut down for copyright. <laughs> Bruce seems very litigious. He's a working class guy, but it seems like he's got the lawyers. All right, we'll see you next time on Wrestle Nation. <laughs>